This is the Sluggo. Slant and go. It's called Sluggo. Fellas, it's Wednesday night, episode 114 of Sluggo. Uh, Zach's got the wrong shirt on. Um, I don't know that W might stand for winner because uh, Casey and I, neither of us have the winner hats on, except world champion here. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> What's happening, Beef? Zach, what's going on, fellas? Not much. Not All much. I do is live the dream, Marty. Okay. What happened? I don't know what dream that is, <laughs> or whose dream, but if I ever meet him, I swear to God. Doing well, man. Doing well. Good. Now, here's the setup. If you guys know, now I've, I've changed computers today. My laptop struggling like Joe Namath to speak on Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now I look like uh, you guys are bigger than me anyway, but now you look like monsters. <laughs> I look like, I don't know, five foot two. I, uh, I can back away if it makes it better for anybody. Marky, Marky Mark or somebody <laughs> like a, a Tom Cruise. That's what I look like. Uh, yeah. you know, he looks huge on the screen. And he's really like five foot. He's pretty Nothing. short. Yeah. Uh, we have an announcement to make. Uh, we announced it last week, but really for real, for real, real this week, Lox is our champion for the second week in a row beef has filed a protest um <laughs> but it has been denied locks won now I, what i wanted to show i wanted to show the our records and mm. our total amounts yeah he, he edged a great out. idea there there was a recount it had to be a recount it was so oh. close uh but locks edged um me and beef <laughs> out <laughs> Now, the good news is between Beef and I, we did get more wins than Locks did between the two of us. (laughs) But Beef, um, you and I are struggling in these contests this year because Chancey won the Rub and the Rock pick'em, and guess who came in tied for last? Or I don't even remember if we were tied, but there was four of us, and we were not first or second. What do you got to say for yourself? Can we mix up the game next year or something? I don't know. <laughs> next year, can we play Casey Wins? We'll, we'll ha- maybe we'll play. Um, we'll, we'll we'll have to include the prize picks in there somehow because I seem to do better when real money's involved. No, so a quarter, fifty percent chance. I don't know something. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Right. But, I mean, if you're thinking about it, the games are 50% chance. That's actually a solid point, too. Yeah. <laughs> you really just, I don't know what to tell you, man. I was i was trying to help there, for real. I went for it early, and I lost. And, and it was over for me early. And, you know, Beef's history suggests that it was over for him early, too. <clears throat> but I, I lost all feelings for how to pick a football game and what to pick and what was important and just not very good this year and locks you 
22 and 17. That's pretty solid. I think that's 56%. You had a couple of weeks in there where we questioned your sanity. Yeah. You were, you were one questioning it too. So absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the first third of the year, I did really well. And then kind of in the middle, it just, bleh, whatever, nothing crazy. And then finished pretty strong. Well, actually, I mean, I went three and zero over three, three and zero for the last three weeks, but I don't, I don't have a, a rhyme or reason to it. Y'all. I mean, Casey knows <laughs> he's seen this action before. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, uh, Casey went for it in the last week. I did too, but I wasn't going to win anyway. And Casey went forward and didn't work out. Maybe next year beef. And the good news is you've almost, you've, you're ready for Christmas. You got 1225 up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but between the three of us, what's that equal? 34, 48 right. and 65 and four. Hmm. Yeah. People come here for the picks. I um, knew what I was doing with the 1225. Happy holidays, <laughs> And Chancey, speaking of which, he says this year was upside down for the picks contest. Chancey won rubbing the rock when last year he on seldom use reserve, he slowly, quietly gave up in the middle of the season. <laughs> Did not announce it, but he was so bad. But Chancey's having a, a good a good year. Uh Sylvester says it's not your fault. It's a very strange football season. No one could have, would have picked this season very well. Twenty two I mean, and seventeen for the locks. It wasn't that bad. We have uh, <laughs> I come for the laughs. Uh, appreciate that, Sylvester. Uh, hey, um, and by the way, Zach did earn a prize. Uh, his nose ring is is currently being made in in uh, in China. Um, and the funny the funny thing the funny thing is on the website where I was ordering it, it says something like encrusted with twenty diamonds, and in parentheses it says. No, they're not real. <laughs> so uh, plastic is headed, more plastic is headed more. your way to go with your belt. Uh, next year, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to like a tattoo, a fake tattoo or something. I don't know. We'll come up with something. <laughs> don't worry about it, Beef. <laughs> oh! Shade is being thrown. I'm done. I'm sorry. It was just right there for me. <laughs> and it was pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, okay, fellas, time to get serious here. Saturday around noonish, disaster started happening, and Zach and I had to watch South Carolina beat Clemson. But Casey probably had the most interesting afternoon, after all, uh, of all, after all, after all too, and of all. Um, Casey, you were hanging out with some Ohio State fans. How'd that work out? I had two TVs going outside on my on my front porch there. So I had the Clemson game on the big TV, and I left my two Ohio State fan friends with my small little 32-inch TV. So those poor guys, I gave them some sound, though. Like, they was up to, like, eight or so while mine was at 37. So, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't good, Marty. It wasn't good for either one of us. So it was kind of like I was hoping even a little bit that Ohio State would pull it out or we'd pull it out so that's – one of the three of us at the time because there were ladies inside there were kids running around like but all three of us were pretty silent yeah. um, throughout the majority of that afternoon it wasn't good man yeah i uh parker was trying to talk to me about i don't know the houston astros in the third quarter and i was like you know leave me alone like i so i i blamed it on him um, he has not been out of his room since then, except go to school. Um, <laughs> no, uh, 
it's just a tough. I had a feeling, right? It was fourteen to nothing, and and they could if they I like I texted you guys if they would have held them on that fourth down, I thought the game was probably likely close to being over, yeah. but they didn't. And then they go up sixteen to seven, and they try that funky kickoff return, which you know, whatever, it's a fumble, it doesn't matter really. Um, so I don't know, I don't know. I just I was never I was never comfortable in that game. How about you, Locks? I, I kind of felt good about it, fourteen nothing. Honestly, I I think I texted you guys. I, I didn't still didn't even see the replay on this kickoff that everybody's talking about. I literally. Saw that they were kicking, went into my garage, did like two things and came back in and they had the ball at like the 30. I was like, what, you know, what I just missed. I wasn't gone, not even five minutes. It was very confusing. And then it just downhill from there. It was, it was really disappointing. You know, I, I actually had two TVs going too. And I was watching the Ohio State Michigan game a lot. I, I had a feeling about that game. I know a lot of people were just going off of the thought that, you know, Ohio State had all year of stewing from losing last year, but Michigan plays a very different brand of football from Ohio State, as we saw. It was, it was uh, you know, just beat their brains in. I, they didn't have their number one running back, you know, so Ohio State's keen on the run, and then the passing game opened up for them. So it was, it was fun to watch Ohio State lose. I'm not going to lie. That was the highlight of the day. Remember when, uh, and this is from somebody who's from Ohio originally. Remember when um, uh, Missouri joined Missouri joined the uh, Southeast Conference, and that guy from Missouri made the comment that Georgia played old man football. That's what Michigan plays, right? They play old man football. They play old man football better than Georgia plays old man football these days. Chancey made a comment that I wanted to address. He said, "Locks needs a Ric Flair robe to wear." During the show, well, I don't know if you remember this from last year, Chancey, but Locks did a video last year. Oh, kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. And Pooler, Georgia. I'm the man. Mine. Woo. Edited so smoothly. you Smooth. It was slick, even right, right through there. Beef, if your company needs some videos, I'm the man who can edit those <laughs> for you. I, hey, Locks, I think Beef, I, I've shut him up. He can't speak. He's speechless. He's going to all come out at once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, buckle so up, fellas. Buckle up. <laughs> oh, man, 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 man. What fun. What fun we're having. Yeah, uh, Michigan beat Ohio State. Oregon. Hey, they were up what thirty-four oh, to ten or something. Was awesome, yeah. Uh, I watched some of it in a drunken haze. I know that doesn't fool either. That doesn't surprise either or two of you, but um, I lost. I, I turned. It's kind of like locks in the Clemson game. I turned the channel, went somewhere else because it was a boring game. Came back and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what happened? What mm-hmm. happened? did you see? Beef? Obviously, you saw. You said it was awesome. What happened? Yeah, well, I just I turned it on at the right time. Oregon was up what seventeen points in the fourth quarter. I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was in the fourth quarter, and Oregon State just anything that. That Oregon did. Oregon State had an answer for it. It was all those cliches rolled into one, and you just felt it there too. It was kind of just like the Clemson game, although not to not to go back to that misery. <laughs> but I, Clemson was set up to win. If you if, if you think about it, I ha, I said I had no doubt about the win if the second best player on the offense doesn't fumble that punt because yeah. they're 
getting the ball around the 50. All they have to do is Shipley time for 15 yards, 20 yards, two first downs probably before BT comes in and kicks the game-winning field goal, and and we don't talk about this crap anymore. Anyway, uh, Oregon State, it just felt like everything they did was right at the end of the game there. And it was just it was just cool to see the you could literally see the momentum just switch over to them and I have a soft spot in my heart for the Beavers so um, <laughs> we, we, I have a buddy that lives out in Corvallis and uh, I just enjoy I enjoy them being good because it's been so few and far between that they've been that they've been good. I agree. I think I wrote something or at least included that same sentiment about all they needed were 20, 20 yards, twenty five yards because. He fumbled it around midfield, right? Twenty-five yards yeah, would have put him around an easy forty-five yarder for old BT. And uh, like you said, we wouldn't be talking about this. But one of the great things about living in Texas is no, none of my fa- none of my neighbors care about. Uh, right. uh, they're all wearing their Texas's back. Uh, <laughs> back uh, yeah, <laughs> their back shirts. They don't care about that game. That's one of the good things about uh, living in Texas. I live on an island, and the one person that I don't want to listen to lives across the street from me. So <laughs> there's 12 people that live here full-time. He's there. I've, I've kept our text to a minimum this week, Beef. Let let you let you grieve and uh, not have it. Like I said, only person I heard from, a brother-in-law whose phone number wasn't even in my phone. Yes, I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure he had to ask my sister what my phone number was. Yeah. So it's just kind of ironic that that's the only time of year um, that I that I hear that. Um, that's that's such a South Carolina fan move too. Hey, yeah. hey let me get his number. That, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, if you had more than four touches in the four quarter, you probably won the game. Well, that's a great point, right there. <laughs> Absolutely, and you could probably say the same for uh, you know Will Shipley. Uh, Charleston is deep. We're in the Gamecocks. Church this week couldn't find a single one the whole year really last day. Yeah. Sylvester, uh, uh, you're from uh, Charleston, or at least you lived there. So am I. Back in the day, it's been a while though. Um, uh, yeah, Will Shipley. I'm here's my take. I'm giving you my early take on this week's game. He's going to carry the ball a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to carry the ball a lot. Will Shipley. I think. Maybe Dabo lost the playoff, but it, perhaps he learned his lesson, or or maybe it's you guys' best friend, Brandon Streeter. I don't know if he learned his lesson because wasn't it the LSU game where they stopped giving the ball to Travis Etienne once they started getting down a little bit? It just kind of brought that back that memory a little bit this past weekend. But Shipley's averaging six or eight yards a carry. He was as a team they were averaging six yards a carry. I know he had the big run early, but still. You're getting six, eight, six yards, even if he's getting four. Like, come on, man. It's just, it, if I can see it, and I'm not a football guy other than a watcher, like, if I can see it, how, how are these guys not seeing it? Instead, you're going to, Streeter's getting cute and he wants to throw on two downs. Now, yes, if they don't drop the balls, yeah. or there was a lot of bad throws too, but if, 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 if ifs and buts were soup and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Isn't that what the old saying is? I mean, uh, I well, thought the beef. It's kind of scary how how much we're thinking alike this week because I thought the same thing. I know, I know. I don't know who's. I don't know. I don't know who that says the least about. It's probably right. a tie, just like our zero to zero. Say, you guys pick the games the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
God, he's getting awful cocky. <laughs> I gotta I mean, get him in. This is my last show until yeah, who knows how long. No, uh, till till the guys in China get until your the ring gets here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, I why I don't understand it. It's like you said, he's trying to outsmart himself, right? And he's like, okay, it's second and five. They're expecting us to run. Which they should, because we're getting six yards of carry. But no, let's pass the ball because, yeah, it's just weird. So if they stop him and he only gets three, now it's third and two. Oh, you can run it again or RPO. I mean, like, man, oh man, I wish I was a coach just for a second. He likes it. Hey, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't say you, Siri. I said, hey, stupid. <laughs> oh, Parker used to get a kick out of when I would try and talk to Siri, and Siri would say, I don't understand what you're talking about. Okay, so I already got the teams for us to look for next year, folks. Let me tell you. Iowa State and Texas A&M, yeah. they're going to roll next year. Because every year, every and year. even though Iowa State was 4-8 and eight this year, 4-7 and seven before they got club like a baby seal by a TCU last week, 62 to 17. People are still, well, they only lost, they lost every one of their losses were by less, you know, by one yeah. score, but they lost six of them, seven of them. Now eight, they're four and eight. Yeah. Texas A&M is five and seven. And you know, next year we're going to hear about how great these teams and how good Iowa state always overperforms. If four and eight is overperforming, I hate to see your underperforming season, but I can't wait for the Texas A&M hype. And you know Texas is going to be hyped next year because they got the the mullet monster coming back. I think, I think their best quarterback is transferring now, Houston Card. So, yeah, we shall, yeah. He was a top 40 player. He's not, you know, he's not trash. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't he know where 11. He's, yeah, he was yeah. The, whole, the whole deal, no doubt. Will uh, will will Texas A and M be preseason number five like usual? Or they seven? should be. I mean, they finished the year like strong usual. with a win. <laughs> they ended up four and eight, and if you're dyslexic, it's eight and four. So yeah. it just makes perfect sense. Same difference. And by the way, they beat the number five team in the college football playoff, so that adds to the hype, right? They That's right. they crushed LSU. The joke that I said last week. Oops, you want to go to that? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. This year, twenty twenty four season, yeah. And this, uh, Mister College Football, That's two years, two years, twenty twenty four. Okay, I think uh, that one might be later. That one might be a year later. I don't know. Well, they're going to sue in California. You know that somebody's going to sue. Sure, somebody. Uh, but we we think okay, fellas. This week, Friday night, Utah and Southern Cal kick off the big or the Power Five championship games on Friday night. Uh, Southern Cal's a two and a half point favorite over under is 69. Now we're not playing for Sluggo bucks because Casey and I don't have any to play with. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, uh, just to get your thoughts on these games, I'm hearing a lot of Utah love this week. They've already beaten Southern Cal once, I believe, right? That's the Southern Cal loss. If I'm correct. Yep. Locks, uh, you're the expert picker here. Uh, not nose picker. You're the expert picker. Southern Cal is a two and a half point favorite over under sixty nine. When think? did they play that game? Was it about middle of the year or early? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was middle early. Yeah, I mean, USC's grown. Uh, Caleb Williams has come into his own even more, which is hard to believe. Had gotten more reps in that offense. I 
think USC is going to win, but it's not going to be by a lot. So uh, I, I hate that this game's on a Friday night. I think this should be the feature game instead of another one that we'll talk about at 8 o'clock on Saturday that's pretty much meaningless. Um, but I, Caleb Williams last week had – how about that? Uh, he was got pushed out of the pocket, like spun in two circles, completed the pass. I mean, that was kind of his Heisman moment. You know, everybody's saying he's – He's got that wrapped up too. So, kid's a great player. Um, but I look forward to trying to stay awake and watch that game. <laughs> yeah, I might actually make it this week since you know Clemson doesn't play at eleven o'clock in the morning here. Yeah, uh, they played on October fifteenth, and it was a forty-three to forty-two okay. uh, Utah win at Utah. At Utah too. Yep. Um, and I didn't. Re- I guess I didn't realize Southern Cal's only one point away from having an undefeated season. Of course, from the looks of their schedule, they're about six points away from being 10 and two all, or nine and three. So, um, could be. <laughs> well, uh, that was meant to be a text. <laughs> uh, no. Beef, what you got on this game? Anything? I'm waiting on a chance to tell me. Uh, no, I, I, that was a really good game that Utah USC game. I remember it like it was October 15th. So, um, I, I just think USC's rolling right now. I think Caleb Williams is, is as good. He's probably the Heisman winner, if we're being honest. And Lincoln Riley's got them rolling. They're playing a little bit of defense, too. I do like Utah a lot. With Cam Rising, is he hurt? He might be hurt. Never heard of him. USC. USC minus two and a half. All right. I'm going to go with USC minus two and a half, though, because um, I don't want to see Alabama make the playoff. Or, I, they're, they're, <laughs> they can think, get in. I mean, yeah. how stupid is it? <laughs> but they we absolutely need, can get in, and they we probably need, will get in somehow. Somehow we need uh, we need twelve teams to. Uh, yeah, we really need twelve teams in this playoff. Yikes! <laughs> it's going to be some crushing losses uh, last uh, next year or whenever they go to sixteen. No Bama, no OSU. That's the other one they could get in. Um, okay, Kansas State and TCU, another two-and-a-half-point spread. Now, I heard in this game, the initial game of the season, or the first time they played, TCU obviously won. They're 12-0, but they were down 28-10 oh. to in this game, came back to win the game. Uh, let's pull it up here. A good host would already have this up. 38-28. 38-28 on October 22nd. I remember that um, and that game was at home for TCU. So, mm-hmm. Beef, Beef, you're a Big 12 expert. What you got on this one? Um, absolutely. If there's an expert in the Big 12, <laughs> you are looking at him. Uh, Max Duggan. Max Duggan should be in New York City as well, especially because he's the best player on one of the best teams in the country. He's a great quarterback. He throws a very good long ball. I think this is uh, TCU running away from this one. I don't know why, but I just believe that even though it was a close game the first time around, it's the same idea. Getting hot late, Kansas State's kind of sputtered through. What are they? I don't even know their record. Five. They were five and two at that time. Not helping myself here. They're seven and nine and three. Nine and three. So they're having a good year, but yeah, TCU. That's good analysis right there. Nailed it. Here's some more good analysis. This game has a lower, a Big 12 game has a lower over-under than the Clemson-North Carolina game that we're teasing our six viewers with. Um, 
62 points in a Big 12 championship game. What is going on, Mr. Locks? Uh, yeah, that, it's the first thing I was going to say. Just hammer the over. I don't see how it's not. It, Kansas State can score, too, and they've kind of had a little rotation of quarterbacks with injuries, but whoever they put in there just leads the offense just fine, too. So they've come on stronger at the end of the year. I, it's going to be back and forth, TCU by two scores, I think, but – I, I think the overrunner should be somewhere around 72, not 62. Wow. It'll be a and, fun one to watch at noon, though. Yeah, I'm going to take TCU on this one. I think they'll just roll over Kansas State. Um, Chancey says, uh, <laughs> Athletic reported that the Rose Bowl might pass on Ohio State in favor of Penn State. They might have to when Ohio State's back throws their way into the playoff. Yeah, that'll, that'll probably be – That'll probably be true. And, yeah, I'm going to take TCU. Okay, Locks is specialty here. LSU and Georgia, 17.5 point spread, 51 over under. This is one I think is low over under, Mr. Locks. Yeah. I think Georgia might score 51 by themselves. Um, Texas A&M scored 30-something against LSU last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. So, what you got? It's a low. It's a low over under. I mean, it's probably more like the same thing, at 10 points, 61, something like that. But – Georgia, they need some competition. That's how they've played a lot this year, man. They uh, Georgia Tech, what was it, 10-7 halftime, and they ended up winning by like 35 or something. So uh, it's not going to be much of a watch, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm not even hearing any Georgia fans talk about it. <laughs> like they're even excited about it either. Uh, you see the line, 17 and a half. I just don't think LSU can hang with them. This is just a little primer for Georgia. Getting ready to just – run through the playoff in my opinion we call this an exhibition uh yeah. i would also uh take george i don't know if they'll cover 17 and a half they don't want to get anybody hurt but um they'll they'll win beef you're shaking your head he froze sure did and a terrible look too <laughs> <laughs> are you there earth calling beef i didn't hear what Can't. you said uh no, it, 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 it take Obviously, my interweb. SEC game, championship game, what you got? LSU covers. Close game, 10 points. Jordan Close? Wins. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. Not, little, because, little not because LSU is good, but I just think they've been playing down to their competition. That Harold Perkins, the ninth or what, the, the third the <laughs> linebacker for LSU is, is awesome and, can, and awesome. can take over a game. I don't know where he was last weekend. But yeah. he, he'll 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 stop the run. He'll sack Stetson a couple of times. With those <laughs> tight ends for for Georgia. Oh my god, they're monsters, man. Oh, they're four of them. Yeah, I think he, I think I think Perkins is in the transfer portal. Um, that not really. That was a joke. Not a good one, but it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Purdue and Michigan. Here's another weird thing I noticed: the Purdue Michigan game is a closer spread than Georgia and theoretically last week's number five team in the college football playoff, which is either says a lot about the college football playoff committee's ranking last week or, or something. I don't know. Uh, I think Michigan could crush them if they want to, but they don't need to. So I'd probably take the 17 points, but obviously a Michigan win. What you got beef? It moved down to 16 and a half today since Ooh. you're, since you're, since you're produce this so that obviously shows i'm not sure um yeah 
this is Michigan running away. And in fact, I would probably go the over as well. I, this is one I would take Michigan with the 17 and 52. So uh, over 52. I just think they're just too good right now. They're going to get probably humbled in the playoff, but they're, they're, they're probably the number two team in the country right now. And if Corum is healthy, maybe they get a chance in, in the playoff. Okay, well, he's, he'll have some time to heal. I don't know what the injury is. I don't. Has anybody heard what that injury is? I, they're keeping it pretty non-specific to me or something. Yeah, nothing yeah. really firm. Seal. He can deliver turkeys, but can't carry a football. Yeah. Injury. <laughs> so, what you got on this one, Zach? I would take the points in Purdue on this one. Personally, I I think Michigan is, was way up here last week. Uh, they lose. They're probably in the playoff anyway. I, I don't. I don't know. I just don't see them on a massive blowout tear here. They, there was a there was an emotional game for them last week, and Purdue. Well, they got to lose, you know. And, and they've they've spoiled some people this this year so far in some upsets. So, uh, I think Michigan win the game for sure. But it it could be, it could be inside the seventeen point line for sure. I think that's kind of what I'm thinking. They were, like you said, they were jacked up last week. Yeah. Michigan, uh, they'll come back down to earth and, and try not to get anybody hurt. Like I said, and, and, uh, you know, run the ball 73 times and yeah. throw like six passes and, uh, mm-hmm. and hang on for not hang on, but you know, double digit 14, 17 point win, something like that. All right. The big one fellas, the one everybody in college football is anticipating it is a battle for ACC championship. Uh, Clemson and North Carolina have the final game of the night. I think I think Michigan and Purdue at the seven to- at the same time. They'll the ACC game will run longer because there will be a lot of passes from North Carolina and a whole bunch of Spurtle commercials on the ACC. Oh, we're just not on ACC. ABC. 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 Uh, Clemson is on ABC for the 16th time this year um, in uh, 13 games. Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite. It's opened at eight and stayed pretty close right there, just dropping down to seven and a half. 63 and a half points, which is second only to that um, Pac 12 championship game in the over under. I'm a little surprised, but the Tigers are seven and a half point favors. Beef, you are a Clemson expert on this panel. <laughs> what do you got? Everyone that reads Rubbing the Rock and probably listens to us here, so that's Sylvester and John Chancey, knows <laughs> my affinity for Zay Flowers at, at Boston College, the little scat that does absolutely everything. Then fast forward to last week, we saw Juice Wells from South Carolina do just about everything mm-hmm. and have no problems in, in having 11 catches, 131 yards, and two touchdowns, and absolutely burning probably our best defensive back, Andrew Makuba, on multiple occasions. Not to scare Clemson fans as I'm doing the opponent research for Rubbing the Rock, Josh Downs is better than both of them. and That's number 11. We've heard Dabo talk about him all week this week. Not only is Josh Downs better than all of them, Drake May is better than every quarterback that Clemson's played. Yes, even as hot as Spencer Rattler is, Drake May, yes, I know they lost to Georgia Tech. Yes, I know they lost to NC State. He's still better than all of the quarterbacks that Clemson has faced this year. I don't think it's even close. Maybe Sam Hartman. 
this is not looking good, I don't think, for Clemson. I don't have a good feeling for this one. So with that said, Clemson wins by 25. <laughs> That's kind of like in our in our picks intro, which I failed to play tonight, where you say, uh, I love what they're doing in North Carolina, so I'm taking Virginia Tech. <laughs> that was yeah, that was all time. All time classic. Josh downstairs, and then there's another. Uh, is it Antonio Green? It's some. It's something Green. Um, he was a big recruit for Clemson too, and uh, he's he's a he's a load too. So they're he, and Drake May's the leading rusher. So you got to watch him. We'll see. It's going to be a test. As I put today on speaking of rubbingtherock.com, we're going to talk more at the end here a little bit about rubbing the rock. As I put on there today on my um, early lean, it was actually North Carolina money line. I don't like the spread. You know, if it was under seven, I'd probably take Clemson. But at seven and a half, then you got the old the hook. I don't like that. I, you know, I don't like North Carolina getting the seven and a half points. But the, um, but the, the pick that came up was North Carolina plus two forty on the forty. That's what I just looked at. That's yeah, that's a pretty good. Uh, if we if jump I had, on it, if I had any sluggo bucks, yeah. that's, what I, that's or real bucks. That's what I would pick. Uh, Locks, now that you've given away your thoughts on this game, uh, yeah. tell us what you're thinking. Uh, I think Clemson loses. I mean, I just I do. I I don't. I, the defense has been very suspect i mean south carolina ran him up and down the field the quarterback position for clemson is a disaster Dabo's shown he's not really interested in changing and not that that could be any better uh unless they run the ball and run it and run it and run it like they should have last week uh, drake may is good that's for sure and we'll hear all about it from the announcers from minute one to minute 60. Trust me, they are all about this guy, and it's enough to make you puke. But they're very talented. If It's, again, what do they got to lose? They got three losses. They can put it together. I just don't think Clemson's going to get up for this. And I think North Carolina can, for sure. And they have the talent to do it. So, But honestly, who cares? Yeah. Friend of the show, uh, JP Priester says Andre Gearing is the name yeah, that, that Beef was looking for. The one team that worked looked worse than Clemson lately is North Carolina, says Chancey. And that's true. I mean, I they right. didn't look like they got up for any of those other games, and uh, the last two, I should say. Right. So the question is, does it mean anything to North Carolina? I think it probably does more than it means to Clemson. One thing about Clemson, though, Dabo keeps those guys on an even keel for the most part, at least – at least externally, right? I mean, we don't hear any of the stuff that we hear from a lot of the other programs when when your your big goal, you know, is lost. Um, you typically don't hear that from Clemson players. So we'll see if they come out ready to play or not. It's been a, a while since I remember Clemson not being up for a game. Beef, you look like you had a something you want to say. I think I think Clemson's going to be ready. I really do. I, I think North Carolina State more even than Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech felt like a fluky win. I did watch a bunch of that NC State game because that was on Friday Friday or Thursday last or Wednesday, one of those Friday. off days. On Friday, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was a really good game, and they played an unbelievable deep style of defense where they knew that they could probably get home with either three or four, 
and dropping eight into coverage. They really kind of shut down, if you, if you want to say that. Um, Josh Downs, so some of the other receivers were making some decent plays. They kind of shut down Drake May as much as he could possibly have been shut down. So I think Clemson has the better defense than NC State. NC State's got some dogs at linebacker, though. So, you know, I, I do trust this defense. It's just the, the ball's over the top. And you're not going to have uh, Mickens. You're not going to have R.J. Mickens for the first half of this game because he had that targeting call in the second half of the, yeah. of the of the South Carolina game. I don't know what's up with Makuba. He was so, so, so good last year. I'm just not getting it. I, I don't understand. Maybe it's the cross-training that he's doing with cornerback and safety. Maybe it's too much. I'm not sure. He, he hasn't been bad all year, but when, when Clemson's been beaten over the top, you usually see number one chasing. So... I, I, I just I have faith in this team. I have faith in these coaches. I really do. I'm not a sunshine pumper by any stretch because I'm always thinking that they can lose. And here's how they can lose, and I've, I've seen them lose. I just I think they get stay up for this, and I think if they're smart on offense and run the bejesus out of Shipley and Mappa, but are they I, are they going to do it? They didn't do that last week, and I don't it understand feels, why. Like, last week, it felt like okay, DJ. We know you can Outsmart throw. You know, we, have to, we have to show you. We have to show the country that you can throw. And he starts missing throws, and they're like, "Oh, you'll get it this time. Mm. Try again." Oh, all right, maybe this time you try again. Oh, that's good. JP put up Jalen Phillips is banged up. That's that's awesome. You're supposed to be our therapist, JP. I, what are you doing? I did see uh, Nelson had the stat that North Carolina lost uh, now two weeks in a row to four-string four string quarterbacks. So we oh. should play Hunter we Johnson or Hunter Helms. <laughs> Billy Helms. <laughs> Crazy stat, though, right there. And I watched some of that North Carolina State game, too, because it was on Friday. Uh, and Drake May, he looked off. I Now, maybe he'll – I'm not saying he's not good. I've obviously seen highlights, and the guys, the guys killed killed everybody. But um, he looked off. He did not look invincible to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he didn't look like DJ looked <laughs> Saturday, but uh, certainly didn't look invincible. I'm, I'm intrigued, kind of like, you know, you see the two trains heading toward each other, and you kind of well, I really shouldn't look at this. Yeah. <laughs> I really shouldn't watch this, but i got to take a peek and see what happens here. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think Clemson covers the seven. I think if Clemson wins, it's close, yeah. or I think North Carolina wins. I, I, it's hard for me to picture a blowout here. Um, because as as Beef pointed out, my lasting memory from South Carolina is watching Makuba try and track down somebody that he wasn't going to be able to to track down. And boy, he had a good year last year. And it, I don't, like I said, I don't know what it is. I, I it's just not the same. And as I always tell you, when they tell you about when you're looking at those guys, you really don't know whose fault it is, right? Because and a lot of times there's touchdown passes and they're pointing at each other and yelling at each other because it looks like somebody got beat, but that's only because somebody else wasn't in the right spot, you know? So um, I don't know. I, I think a close Clemson win or a North Carolina outright win wouldn't surprise me at all in this one. As like slot. Sylvester said, I'm sorry to butt in. I'm, I'm going to be in that general vicinity on December 30th. And, uh, there's a part of me that wants to go, and then if it's one of those three teams, I don't know if I'm going to go. Tennessee. <laughs> Alabama, Tennessee. You know, Tennessee, maybe. That's, that's just, uh, it's 8 o'clock at night, so uh, an hour and a half drive back to the 
Uh, You're staying? I don't know if I'm doing it. That Maybe doesn't sound... Sit in the pool. <laughs> Might be better. I, that, that sounds better. JP says State and Tech have been able to yeah. affect May, pressure him, and keep him contained. It's and both just both those teams have tremendous linebackers. Yeah, I mean, both those teams. Well, and so does Clemson. Uh, Makuba came in fairly lighter than he played. He looked tiny. He in, looked, in a, yeah. In a, yeah. He's pretty much playing with one arm with that brace. Okay, that could explain some of it. But I, I had a picture of him all rubbing the rock, and he looked like a high school kid out there. It was weird. It was, I'm not it, worried about him, though. Like I, I feel like it's just, you know, next year he's going to be right back to it. I, I really – I don't know why I don't feel that. I don't feel worried about him. I don't, I'm not sure, but – because I think we saw such greatness last year. Yeah. I, it was, we know it's in, it's in him, right? It wouldn't be a surprise if he played well. Um, need our defense to play 80% and Shipley Moffitt to get the ball is what I call play like Michigan, right? Yeah. Throw throw five passes and, and hope and throw them 75 yards down the field and hope they get caught, which is what Michigan guy had. What was he? He was like, I forgot the halftime. I sent y'all the stat. He was like five of 14 for 185 yeah. yards at halftime or something. Yeah. He finished 12 of 24, I think, yeah. it, but had – you know, three touchdowns, too, out of the 12. <laughs> all right. This is uh, Zach's last show until his uh, ring comes in all the way on the slow boat from China, like I said. <laughs> and uh, he'll be back to accept his ring or whenever I get it to him. Uh, two years in a row, Zach has won the yeah. picks contest. I mean, I joke about beef, beef picks, but look, man, I'm terrible. I was terrible this year. So, uh I have no room to talk. Um, Locks, we appreciate it. It's always fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. If you guys, uh, you know, get ready for next year. We'll, I'll try and start slower. How about that? Oh, this is going to be so fun when I win next year. <laughs> of course, you said that this year. <laughs> that's what I said this year, and that's what I said last year. For Are the you... record, I didn't say that. You did not <laughs> say that. Yeah, absolutely. I've always uh, – I already – I got one ring right here with my name on it, but I have to <laughs> send that one back you have to for return that. <laughs> Send that one back for a refund in, in the green around my finger. <laughs> stain. <laughs> the stain. Oh, man. It's so funny, but Locks had a good year making the picks, and uh, Casey and I did not. And I was looking for one final message from Locks before he leaves. I'm the man. That's right. <laughs> That's one final message from Locks. Casey, thank the people. Let's get out of here. Parker's watch, waiting for me to watch a Spurs game talking about losers. They're like 6 and 20. And I, he was all upset. He was, he was all upset about me the other day, and I said, he doesn't know his Christmas present is going to see them play the Golden State Warriors. So uh, that, right. that ought to turn out well. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Go ahead, Beef. Thanks, I'm sorry. Thanks to everyone in the Southern Users here of College Football Discussion Facebook group. Uncle John McGee, as always. Sluggo Podcast and each and every one of you who listens, likes, shares, and participates. We especially love all of our commenters tonight. Sylvester, JP, Chansey, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, where was I? On behalf of Marty Southern News Reserve Coleman, Zach Locks Parker, I'm Casey the Big Freaking. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you maybe next week. Go Tigers, right here on Sluggo. Hey, check out rubbingtherock.com. Chansey's killing it. Record two days in a row. Good job, Chansey. Later, guys. I think we're done here. 